Well, howdy doody, Falcon Cowpoke. This is the Tiger King, and you're listening to Frankie Walnut. How you going? going? Started in a market. I think someone licked a bat or patched a monkey or shook hands with a kid. They're really snotty. Now it's literally gone viral. We're spinning in a spiral. Don't say don't panic, because I already did. So I'm going to build a time machine and go back to grade six. When I got a new tracksuit, the kind that really fits, with a soft and woolly hoodie pulled over my head. If you need me, I'll be reading cartoons in bed. Oh, g'day, how you going? Are you having a good week? It's been a pretty good week here. Really settling into the routine, really settling into it. Um, been getting into some Vumhoff, I think is how you pronounce his name. That's the Ice Man. Um, I've been having sort of three to four cold showers a day. It, I tell you what, every time you're in a fug and you've had enough, just have a have a five minute cold shower. It'll uh, it'll really reset you. Also, uh, a la Vim Hof, I've been doing the Vim Hof breathing method, which you can get on YouTube. That's where you hyperventilate and then hold your breath and repeat. And it makes you kind of dizzy, but really happy. So it's a good natural high. Also, I've invented a snack called the nut pile. And that's just where you get a big scoop of peanut butter and you put any nuts that you have on top of that. So like uh, macadamias, peanuts, bloody uh, cashews, you name it. And you get stuck right in, you eat it and it gives you a huge food high. It's um, bloody good. News. Yeah, get news. Get news. You're listening to the Good News Headlines Easter Weekend Edition. He is risen. Good news. Anyone whiling away their life playing computer games can now refer their mum to the WHO who have recommended the use of gaming for stress relief during lockdown. Good news. Paul and Ringo are still alive. Good news. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has donated a billion dollars to fight coronavirus. Good news. Twitter's still torn apart the fabric of society, but he's donated a billion dollars of the money he made from that to fight coronavirus. Good news. I've lost four kilos. Good news. Nobody wants to hoard vegan mayonnaise, so there's heaps left. Good news. And good news for atheists, the Pope is a c- News. Good, good news. Yes, we always forgive the Catholics. And now it's over to Ian Cassowary with the latest on sport. Ah, thanks, Frankie. Uh, there's no sport. Okay, so back to me. Uh, no sport to report, but there have been games, many games. We've been playing Monster Bingo and... Go Fish and You Know, among other games, Snap at our place. And uh, let's catch up on the weekly highlights of the Go Fish tournament that's uh, up to its 11th night now. Daddy, give me a seat. Ernie Nuttall, currently the youngest player in this tournament at three years old, asking his daddy for a sheep and... <laughs> yes, daddy has a sheep. He's passed that over to Ernie. And as per the tournament rules, that means Ernie gets another go. Okay. Picks his card. Daddy, give me a pig. Daddy looks uncertain. Oh, he's got a pig. <laughs> and now, Daddy, give me a card. Straight in there. And Daddy does have a card. He does not look happy handing that over. Marvellous hat trick there. Let's see if he can make a fourth. Daddy, give me a donkey. Go fish. Oh, bad luck. Now over to Mummy. 
Ernie, give me a donkey. Classic move by Mummy there. She's remembered Ernie asking Daddy for a donkey. Hey, man. <laughs> that was, of course, from Tuesday night's game of Go Fish. On Wednesday, things got a little more heated. Let's have a listen. And he's refusing to hand over the card. Stop it. It's a terrible display. Ernie. Hey. No. Ernie. He's not giving it back. Okay, we're going to stop the game now. Well, they're threatening to stop the game. Ernie, we're going to stop the game. There's no doubt he's headed for a timeout. I won't give you mine. (laughs) Some colourful scenes from Wednesday night's Go Fish game there. I'm pleased to report that the game got back on track, though, and Daddy won four rounds in a row. Good news. Now let's have a song. Song, song, time to play a song. This is not the song, just the jingle to the song. Song. This is an unreleased track from the Fatty Gets a Stylist record featuring Damien Cowell out of Tism, and it's called I Used to Be Cool.
Damien Cowell. The band Fatty Gets a Stylist. Which features a few other guest artists. Uh, I might play a few more tracks off that in future episodes. That's also an album that's yet to be released. Fatty Gets a Stylist's second album. The first one came out in 2010, I think. Um, and the name was devised prior to fat being a problematic term, uh, or at least fatty, or the act of a fatty getting a stylist. Even though what it actually comes from is something that happened to me when I was pretty pudgy, and it was at the first ever Arias I'd been to. I was playing guitar for my wife's band, and that was through a record label, and it was at the Arias, and it was a big deal. Very excited. And so the record label insisted on styling the band and the stylist and makeup artist got together and I could see them looking at me uh, and uh, they put me in this very tight shirt and then the makeup artist got my second chin and drew a darker part of flesh-coloured makeup all over my second chin so it looked like I had a jawline. And I turned to the drummer and said, Fatty gets a stylist. And that's where the name came from. So you see uh, people on that uh, fat forum that got upset. Uh, I had lived it too. Uh, and uh, I don't know. No, I'm not proper fat. I know. I don't. I'm getting out of here. Bail, bail. Pull the ripcord. No, I can't talk about it. Boring. Boring. And we've been calling for people to send in their demos. Oh, we've been calling, have we? Well, I've been calling for people to send in their demos. And uh, if you've got a demo, please send it in to frankiewalnut at gmail.com. Frankie Walnut, all one word. Frankie with a Y. Keep them coming in. It's marvellous stuff. I really appreciate it. Song, song, time to play a song. This is not the song, just the jingle to the song. Demo. Song. And this demo was sent in by a chap called Graham who says it's an online collaboration he's been having with somebody. He doesn't mention who, but I assume she's the one singing. In our hearts and in our minds In the wake of the end They tried to hold off for so long Oh, 
scarecrow. He was crumpled in a box on the back of a truck. He was on his way home from the garden show. Oh, what did you see there? I'd really like to know. song's called Scarecrow or the project's called Scarecrow. Um, anyway, it's great. I love that outro with all those washy reverbs and everything. Thanks for sending that in, Graham. Uh, let, it, let us know what the project's called and we'll help people find it. Mansplaining. 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 Mansplaining, yeah. G'day, it's Gary from Middle Management here. How are you going? This week on Mansplaining, I'm going to break down feminism for you. Now, uh, I know the good lady wife Janine's at home. She's listening to this. Hi, Janine. (laughs) She's thinking, Gaz, he doesn't know bloody feminism from a chicken salad. Let me tell you, Janine, there's a lot more to me than meets the eye. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) But seriously, I'm not unschooled in these matters, Janine, so I pray thee uh, keep thy wig on. (laughs) Uh, We're going to break it down into four sections today, Uh, the first being the suffragettes. Suffragette, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's Paul McCartney bloody loved that song, Love Wings, uh, bloody tree-hugging bastard, bloody veggie bastard too. Feminism part two, birth control pill, sexual revolution. During this period, feminism still operates within the patriarchal tyranny, but shields can shag more without fear of getting up the duff by some haircut. Part three, Judith Butler writes the seminal textbook Body Problems, in which she outlines a paradigm from which much of the identity politics as we know it today will spring. And it is a dense book. Uh, some of the boys and I like to go golfing and then debate it at the 19th hole over a few drinks. And I tell you what, sometimes it gets a little bit curly. In fact, only yesterday, my mate Jeff was having a go. And I'm like, Jeff, did you even read the bloody thing, mate? Anyone with half a brain knows that Butler was asserting there's no self prior to or separate from the performative act. Only the socially defined result and identity, you dick. And old Jeff's on his third glass of Hennessy and he's like, look, I'll concede that normative heterosexuality is a sociocultural construct that presents itself as a fact of biology, but I'm not going to go all the way and say there's no self prior to the constructed gender. I said, you're living in cloud cuckoo land, mate. You got no idea. And here's a case in point. The other night, I was posing in front of the mirror. I tuck my balls in between my legs and start dancing around. I'm like, huh, he's a bit of all right. I could go her. So what do you make of that? Jeff says, I've got no beef with that. And I said, I've got no beef with you. And Jeff and I shook hands and we called it a day. Feminism, part four, the future of feminism. Robots with cocks. Robots with cocks. No men, just robots with cocks. Thanks for that, Gary. Definitely got a lot out of that. There's a a lot of food for thought there, a lot of things to unpack. Now, um, let's have another song. This one's another Frankie Walnut song. Uh. 
a big fan of the shape of my head It looks like a badly grown pumpkin I don't think mum and dad dropped me as a child Maybe it's just the position they hold in You make me feel like an oil painting You make me feel like my balls are Someone get me a glove I think I've trodden in love And it's a fresh one I've got quite the pair Of heavy love handles They look like a saggy flesh tutu Even at my prime I was just six out of ten Never hot like mono from you too He's a handsome guy You make me feel like I'm not that shabby You make me feel like my back's not flabby Someone get me a glove I think I've trodden in love Step right in it, all right in it. Someone get me a scraper or some toilet paper. With mange, like the off guns from waxing your crack. And my genitals look like three blind baby mice you found squashed in the bottom of your knapsack. And here's you so gorgeous, you're such a find. I'm relying on the fact that romance is blind. Someone get me a glove, you idiot. I think I've trodden in love, you step right in it. Someone get me a scraper You're repulsive Or some toilet paper You silly man Trodden off the upcoming Frankie Walnut EP, A Thousand and One Classical Recordings You Must Hear Before You Die. And now here's a new segment called Tales of Disappointment. Tales of Disappointment. Jeez, that jingle was rough. Disappointment is a fascinating part of the human condition. It's not something you tend to associate with the idea of hope. Yet the reality is that without hope there can't be disappointment. Often it's people who are the most hopeful and optimistic that end up being the ones who are the most disappointed by life. There's an old saying that it takes an idealist to make a cynic. 
And it is those idealists who see the way the world is and dream about the way that it could be and mourn the gap between the two that are the most profoundly affected by meals that don't meet their expectation. But when we share our stories of disappointment, we grow together and we heal together. And it is to that end that I'd like to share some reviews from Yelp with you today. The first one is from Kate Jones, who visited GPO Bar and Cafe in Toowoomba. Kate writes, Very disappointed. Made a reservation for two and it took five minutes for someone to make eye contact with us after we walked in. Coffee was well extracted, but milk was very airy. Full cream milk was used when I asked for skim. I specifically asked the waitress what type of bread the multicrane was before ordering. She said it was sourdough slash grainy type. It arrived cold and was simply cheap, store-bought white bread with a few grains in it. Let's sit with that for a moment. Let's feel Kate's disappointment. Now, Ken, a diner from Melbourne, visited Adriano Zumbo Patissiere in South Yarra. And Ken says, I had annoying orange cake and pandan and glutinous rice macaroons and salted caramel on toast macaroon. The orange cake was okay in flavour and texture. I can appreciate the layers of complexity. The pandan macaroon was mushy and crumbly with uncooked glutinous rice inside. The salted caramel on toast was grainy and also too crumbly. Overall food quality on tasted products were below average. Thanks, Ken. I can only begin to imagine how disappointing that must have been for you. Alex is also in Melbourne and she visited Salsa's Jam Factory, South Yarra. Alex writes, Come on guys, why even bother? My parents were Mexican diplomats and I'm flaming mad. I'm a mother of four and would not even feed this rank, revolting sick to my pet goldfish, let alone my precious babies, by which I mean my children. I also have cats who I consider my children. It's nice to have pets. They offer us non-judgmental consolation during those difficult times of getting subpar food, in this case Mexican. I hear you, Alex, and I bear witness to your pain. Now I'm aware that this has all been pretty harrowing to listen to, so I'd like to leave it on an upbeat note. I'm going to read a review by someone from Melbourne also who visited La Casareccia Pizzeria. It offers a bit of hope and perspective. And he says, Hi men and women, this place does pretty good pizza, but to really up the ante on your pizza experience, take some ranch sauce out of the fridge and put some of that on your pizza. It really ups the ante and it tastes great. P.S. If you really want to up the ante on your pizza eating, invite some hot babes round to share the fun. La Casareccia is a great icebreaker if you want to meet and get to know some new people. 
what a wonderful perspective is being offered here. Um, shows us all that we have agency and we can enjoy the peripheral aspects of dining, whether that's personalising the menu by adding a sauce you enjoy or having some hot babes over to share the fun. I think there's something we can all take away from that. Those thoughts coming from a guy who calls himself Poo Handler. Guy who I'd be proud to call my friend if I knew him. Thanks, Poo Handler. Alrighty, we've got time for one more listener demo. Thank you all for listening uh, and uh, I really appreciate it. I've seen the numbers go up again this week. Um, please, if you enjoyed it, please share the podcast with other people who might enjoy it. Don't share it with people who won't enjoy it. Uh, they just won't enjoy it. Um, I really appreciate you guys uh, and I really appreciate everybody sending in their comments to me. Email me at Frankie Wall. <laughs> there goes my son. What are you doing? You going to bed? It's time for me to put my son to bed. Song, song, time to play a song. This is not the song, just the jingle to the song. Demo. Song. So this demo is by a guy called Liggy from Adelaide, I believe, and you can find him at at Liggy on Instagram. And this is a really awesome atmospheric track. I've been enjoying listening to this in my downtime. It's called Rhythm and Doom. Have a top week, everybody. Bye-bye.
awesome. A creepy track. Isn't it? I mean, I just need to... Oh, hang on a minute. Hello? Oh, yeah, thanks for calling me back. No, it's just... I. Yeah. No, I, I really I really enjoy the... Um, off your tree. I, I've been shopping there for ages. Um, it's what I was just thinking this week with the coronavirus and everything. Yeah, you got like you guys must have a huge stockpile of bongs. Um, well, two words: bong respirators. That's right. I reckon you could convert the yeah. You could convert them into now. Hear me out. If you convert the bongs into respirators, so you get a, a respirator with a you know with a pot leaf on it or in the shape of a dragon or a skull. Yeah. No, I think it's doable. I, well, surely somebody ran it. You got the internet. Look, people are printing these things on 3D printers, from what I understand. Yeah, bongs, but like uh, also respirator. I'm sure you can get a diagram. <clears throat> Look, I'm happy to help out myself. Yeah. Yeah. Really? On special? Well, what's what's a vape? Why is that better than a bong? Yeah, right. Yeah, I suppose. And yeah, your respiratory system is it? Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you do home deliveries? <laughs> 